Hello, Pesto Posse. Welcome to episode 23 of Pesto Pete's podcast. And I have the the pleasure. Again, I did that with Thirsty Mofo last episode. The pleasure. No offense, Scotty. There's no pleasure here. I mean, that's just creepy. After what we were just talking about. But uh, I have the honor of having uh, Scotty, the taxidermist. We have, and we're getting the, it's kind of like Howard Stern, right? You've got, you've got Bigfoot, the guy Bigfoot. You've got uh, Beetlejuice. You've got Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. You know, you got Crackhead Bob. <laughs> I've heard, heard of that right? guy. <laughs> right. So all those Bob, guys. Yeah. So yeah. I've got I've got Thirsty Mofo, I got Woody, and I got Scotty the Taxidermist. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, welcome, yeah. Scotty. It's good to be here. Yeah, Thanks it's good to have me. you. Good to be back. Yeah, it's been we were just talking, it's been about three months. Yeah. And uh great episode last time, and in fact one of my better listen listen to episodes. And that might have to do with you texting to all your friends that you're on a podcast and everyone listened. Am I wrong? You, you are wrong. <laughs> I thought you said you were like reaching out to all your like high school friends and stuff. No? I, I'm both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just, no, for, you caught well, me off well, guard. <laughs> well, well, well fa- family. 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 No. Um, my kids listened. And, and, uh, and your brother in law. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah, all good. Yeah, all no. the guys at the Hunters, yeah, they were. I said, yeah, listen to this. Follow this guy. It's got good information. I said, look what I've learned already so far from listening to you. Oh, you know, you know and it's, I've talked about it before, and I'm flattered. The the lifeline that you're using now in, in an idea tree stands. So to segue off of that, my son, my oldest boy Scott, I got he got a, he's got a stand where, near where he lives. I said, look, I want you to put this this up here instead of the strap on the tree you know he climbs still climb up with spikes i said but we're gonna get a we're gonna get a lat right yeah um and he loves it he said oh dad that is the i said i'm telling i went in hooked it up with him i said look just tie this up above we'll tie it down below i said he goes after using that a couple times it is the best he said i just hook on i'm you, you, you're secure yeah, right you, from the get-go. It he gives goes, you such a sense of security. It really does. You know, they're not cheap, but they're worth every penny. Oh, 10 times, 10 times. When we when we go up, typically you climb up and you've got a Vulcan death grip on the tree. Right, yeah. While, you, while you're trying to get your strap from behind your back onto your onto your hook, your carabiner, this... It's hooked at the bottom. So you go yeah, all the way up and you're, and you're in. It's beautiful. You get up, you feel comfortable, you turn around, you sit down, you stand up, whatever it is. And, and you know, that, that, that empty, lonely feeling of when you put your feet in your tree stand and you're fumbling around for your, for your strap to hook to the tree. When you start thinking about that, you're 20, 25 feet up, it becomes very humbling. Oh, very. So those those it's very those lifelines yeah. are yeah. solid gold. That's yeah. they're, they're nothing yeah. nothing better than I, that. I'll I'll you, I think you had mentioned it. You 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 said t- you said you'd never have your kids go up without it. Right. I'm the same way now. I'm you know I'll buy I bought five. I'll buy five more. I don't Absolutely. care. It's definitely worth the money. Yep. Good insurance yep. policy. Exactly. And then here we are. And I'll I'll do a little segue from that and then mention something else. But we're in uh, we're at Scott's house. We're in his. Uh, in his display room, um, Scotty the taxidermist, obviously his display room displays taxidermy. Yes, it does. So thank you for inviting me back. We did the last one by the pool on September 2nd, yeah. which it seems, part of me says it seems like a long time ago, and part of me feels like it was yesterday. But um, but this is kind of cool, and we'll talk about a little bit what we got going on around us here. But we went into your workshop, and there we saw the Sawyer's Perithermin. Yes. Parethrin, parethrin, however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. And that's another another safety gadget. A spray that you put in your clothes 
that in, I'm not being paid by Lifeline or Parithermin, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just, you know, to give us comfort in the woods. I've had Lyme disease twice. I've Never. Had, I've had it once. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, well, yep. worst, that was the sickest I've ever been in my life. No kidding. Yeah. I was I was super lucky catching it early, uh, like really early, yeah. both times, but never when I'm hunting. Once I think nope. I caught it, I was out um, harvesting grapes for the for the vineyard that we hunt on. And wow. we did, you know, hey, if you want to do me a favor, come out and harvest grapes with us. It was an October Indian summer day. Yeah. Well, I mean, sorry, Scott. Native American day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Native little, American little, summer day. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the Indians wouldn't mind, I don't think. Not yeah. that they're listening. Anyway, um, so I think I caught it once there. And then the other time, I don't know. But it wasn't during hunting season. Because we use this perithromin while we're hunting, and I was in uh, I was in a lift line at Loon with my daughter, and I don't know how I get on the subject with the guy in front of me who happened to be an exterminator or something or a scientist, and we get talking about soya's perithromin, and and I talked about how I feel like when I if I ever get it on my skin like a little bit on my hand I feel headachey or whatever. And he goes, they're made from chrysanthemums. The stuff's okay. like it's all natural. It's powerful. You don't want to spray it on your it's skin. In, it's in your head, Pete. It's in my head. But you know what they say? Check. Did you check the warning label? Don't spray it near a cat. There's something. Oh, then that's all I probably do. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. kitty cat. You know, as, as, a, as, a, as a kid, as a little kid, I love cats. And then for some reason, I don't know what age I got to. I would get near a cat and my eyes would swell mm. and water up. And, I, and then from that point on, I hated them. <laughs> you know, I find them, I'm, I hope I don't offend any, yeah. uh, any of our listeners because there's so many. But um, I was joking, there are. Actually, I'll get to that in a second. But no, I find, I'm a smell guy. I don't know what it is, but cats to me, like a, a wet dog doesn't smell offensive to me. But a dry cat does. Oh know? yeah, I, I guess it's I something was, about the. Uh, oh, they just no, they just. I don't know the smell of a house with cats in it. Yeah. I just maybe it's the kitty litter. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Anyway, welcome to episode twenty-three, Scott. I'm glad you could uh, give me the time, and we're 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 actually ahead of schedule. I promised in my last episode that we'd get one done in two weeks, and here we are. So look at that. Every yeah. now and oh, then, yeah. things oh, come yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's it. I, I want to thank the posse for listening. Um, and beyond that, we've had, not, last time was about 1,500 listens or plays. We're at 1,600 and change. Beautiful. So it's, it's, it's tacking on and uh, it's all for fun. You know, Rogan, beware. We're coming. <laughs> Look out, Joe. We're coming. <laughs> he's, he's making like a million dollars a day. <laughs> I make four ninety nine a month, less 22 cents. Oh, jeez. Well, it's a, right a processing you're, you're, you're fee. You're close, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm only a few commas away. <laughs> uh, but uh, obviously, every every episode, we like to talk about our partners. And I'm I'm the producer. I'm the host. I'm, I gather the guests. You know, this isn't easy. And I still have a full-time job. And I like to cook. But um, we're going to do a little something different tonight. Not, not hyper-focus on... Our um, our sponsors, our partners, um, pesto, pesto, and uh, the pesto, thirsty mofo party last time. We got we got segued on all of the uh, on all of the partners, and um, got a little criticism. I have to admit that we were ah. focusing too much, but I thought we segued good. We made stories out of all of our partners, so we're gonna kind of do a brief and split it up a little bit. But 
Never want to um, not recognize Quiet Cat, Q-U-I-E-T-K-A-T. Uh, E-bikes out of Eagle, Colorado, great stuff. And if you uh, punch in the code uh, PO, like post office, the number 20 and the percent symbol, you get 20% off your purchase. Um, very important tonight, as you mentioned and showed me in your kitchen, Jefferson's Bourbon. Uh, great bourbon founded by uh, Trey and Chet Zoller back in uh, Crestwood, Kentucky, back in the 90s. Um, Ocean is their, their, um, their version that uh, is out on the boats with Chris Fisher and sloshing around. It's really good stuff and somewhat expensive, but I've heard from Jim Ratai over at Kelly's that it's, it's like beyond bourbon. He said it's worth every penny. Maybe not to do what you did with that reserve that you bought today jefferson's <laughs> yeah, reserve yeah, so it's so, funny because the last time we met you asked about a bourbon and you say you're i said no i'm not a bourbon guy so a little, little story behind that my wife and i go to the anchorage up in agunquit for a weekend away and uh i go to the bar and, and it has a, a typical, typical three different kinds of mules you can get it was a kentucky mule a moscow mule and, and something else and i said oh i'll have the kentucky moscow mule she goes you want like both? I'm like, well, isn't that kind of what it says? She goes, no, it's they're different. So I, so it's funny because I actually said, oh, I'll, I'm the Moscow Mule. Well, she gave me the Kentucky Mule. She, you confused her, and it worked out. And it, so it, and then so I stopped drinking. I said, oh, this isn't this isn't a Moscow Mule. This isn't vodka. She must have gave me the Kentucky Mule. Well, I'll tell you, the the, the bourbon with the ginger beer is is much. I don't, I don't want to say smoother, but it's just not as sweet a drink. Yeah. So, lo and behold, after listening to the Pesto Pete's podcast <laughs> about Jefferson's bourbon, I did a little research. I went down and I bought a bottle of Jefferson's bourbon, and I am drinking a Kentucky Mule tonight with yeah. Jefferson's bourbon, and it's awesome. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it was great. I walked in, and here you, you break out the bottle. I'm like, wow, now there's a podcast supporter right there's, there. There's a listener. Gee, so, so now, okay, wait, it's, now it's the, it's the lifeline. It's the Perithermin and Jefferson's. What's next? Are you going to buy an e-bike? <laughs> you know, what's funny, I, I look at them and I, and I and a friend of mine bought it. I don't know if it was a quiet cat, but he bought a, uh, an e-bike to get into hunting spots yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And, he, that, and, he, and he invested in the, uh, the, sl the sling sling yeah. hunting. Right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, he's, and he's already knuckled two, two bucks this year. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a slow year. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's been super slow. I think, well, we're, I mean, today was the first cool day we've had. Um, there's been some, there's been a few cool mornings, but well, it's, we had it's, snow what a month ago. But you know, I'm, way I'm too warm. I mean, I was talking to my brother-in-law just recently. I said, "Geez," I, I said, uh, he, "He'll be he'll be 65 in May." And I said, "Beautiful." I said, "You want to buy a hunting license? It'll be free." Because oh, right. he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "But I want to get one now because I hope hope we can go ice fishing." And the way the winters have been going, there's we, no ice. We, we couldn't get out last no. year. There no. was no really safe ice where I take my grandchildren out. It right, was, and that's what I'm looking forward to do is getting right. my. My grandchildren out there and they flag and oh, run. And then, and, oh yeah, grab the bait bucket. Pull, 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 it's so know, much just fun. Pull, pull it, pull it, just pull it, just pull it. Run. <laughs> take take yeah. the line and run with it. Yeah. Pull the fish out of the hole. You oh, know? it's so much fun. We, yeah. And we talk about it every year. Let's go ice fishing. You know, Brian calls it ice drinking, but let's go which ice is, fishing. Which is fine too. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you got <laughs> you, you got you got ice. <laughs> you got ice and you got bourbon and ginger beer in a line. Oh man. <laughs> Life isn't better than that. No, no, absolutely. I love ice fishing. It's so exciting. And 
flag. And I, I actually years ago put bells on all my flags. Oh, no way. So you can be cooking on the little grill you got. Yeah. Not ding, 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 ding. yeah. yeah. Nice. Something to think about for yeah. your grandkids. There you go. You know? Yeah. But we also not, have... not that we wanted to get away from the, from the, uh, the supporters. Right. right. No, <laughs> of course. No. Yeah. So um, Regulator Boats, great boats. They're kind enough to let me mention them on the podcast. Great partner out of Edenton, North Carolina. Great fit and finish. The Regulator 26, probably the nicest boat in the face of the earth. And I'll probably never own one unless they like gift me one. And I could put my quiet cat on the back. You and then underneath in the hole, we could have Jefferson's and we oh. could have some Four Roses bourbon, maybe a little Jack's Abbey. And maybe, you know, we could get like a Kelly's roast beef. They'd fly over and like do an airdrop. Wow. With roast beef sandwiches. How's that for put? And we'd do a podcast right on the on the boat. You know, we could do that. That, I'm just thinking. That, that, is that too much? That's thinking outside the. That's thinking outside the box. Oh, oh maybe that's dreaming. Yeah, that, that, that's what they call that dreaming. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> pinch me. No, don't pinch me. Uh, Jack's Abbey out of Framingham, Massachusetts. And tonight, I always like to support Scotty's supporting Jefferson's. I'm supporting Jack's Abbey with something I found today. It's called Red Tape. It's an amber lager. Uh, I love this little logo. It says "Drink Hassle Free." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> And uh, independently owned and operated, and they're awesome. Um, last episode, we talked about they had to suspend their food operation because it's just with so right, many restrictions. Cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get it. But they're still producing great beer and retail and, and uh, doing their thing. So thank you, Jack's Abbey. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about some other folks moving on in, uh, a little later in the episode. Beautiful. So, yeah, just kind of, yeah. let's not to get it out of the way. That's not the point. Yeah. You know, just, just to move on with a little content. So, so like we said... It's been three or so months. Um, you you've had a tough bow season this year, you know, with your with your yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I've had uh, both shoulders operated. Didn't have a bow season at all last year. I I, I uh, had my left shoulder operator on. I had a torn bicep tendon. They disconnected Oof. and reconnected, and in a sling for six weeks and PT for six months, and still didn't have the strength to break my bow. It's only set at fifty seven pounds. Yeah, but, I, I shoot at fifty nine. Yeah, that's right. Not, yeah, right. so I'd like I'd like to right around sixty. Yep. Uh, couldn't couldn't do that, and then uh, it was it was funny. So I thought once I was done with that surgery, oh, I'll be good. And come this past winter spring, I was like, oh, I think my left shoulder feels pretty good. I couldn't still couldn't break the bow, so I ended up my right shoulder was a mess. I was severely impinged. Had to oh. get that up. I, I waited till August. Because I didn't want to be in a sling on vacation. Right, right. Knowing what I know now, I would have had it done much earlier. But it was just basically a cleanup job, clean up some bone spurs, give me some room to move the tendons and whatnot. Yeah. But still wasn't strong enough to break a bow. So I went down to Jerry's Bait and Tackle. No, for, love Jerry and, and uh, Ricky down there. And uh, bought a used He yelled at me. He did? Yep. Who? Oh, Rick or Jerry? Jerry. What did he yell at you for? Speaking of ice fishing, we went in there to buy bait to go ice fishing. My son, my daughter, they were probably 12 and 9, and my my son's best friend, who's also 12, and they were like, wow, look at those, and they had all the bows lined up, right? And I saw, this is a beauty, and you know how nowadays in bow shops, they put oh, the cable tie yeah, on? yeah. So I drew a bow, and naturally, I didn't, I didn't dry fire it. Right. And I probably shouldn't have drawn it. And all of a sudden, from behind the counter, hey, don't be pulling those bows back. And I, I really, I let let down let on that, it. Yeah. Put it back. Sorry about that. I was just showing the kids. Bought my my 
shiners and walked out with my tail between my legs. <laughs> Never well, been back. I think you'll remember yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know what's funny? You mentioned that because when I was in there to look at a, I was thinking of a crossbow. Did not want to. We're going to talk about that. Don't okay. do it. I won't. Okay. Don't do it. No, yeah. you no. can talk about it. But oh, don't okay. do it. Oh no, no. So, so, but and they went, oh, just buy a crossbow. No, I said I'm not ready. When I'm 85, maybe I'll be ready, but I'm not ready. So I ended up buying a youth bow. It's a great idea, by the way. It, it goes from 20 to 60 pounds. Is it a mission? No, it's it's a PSE fever. <laughs> It was under it was under four hundred dollars. What a perfect what a perfect perfect COVID bow. The fever. <laughs> the fever Does it yeah. also have chills and body aches? <laughs> yeah. Well, after I pull it a couple of times, it does. Because you know, my shoulders aren't up to up to pie yet, and I set it at forty two pounds, and I got it because legal in Massachusetts is forty, which at a, at a, so it's I talked about oh, that with oh. Jerry. So a forty inch forty pound pull at a twenty eight inch draw. Oh. So if you got someone who's got a 26 inch draw or a 27 inch draw, they can't shoot 40 pounds. They got to shoot more than 40 pounds. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it's, wow. That's interesting. It's, it's completely outdated. So many mass laws oh, we're are gonna completely get to that. outdated. Yeah, we're going to so, get to that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a 27 and a half. Oh, so, so I'd have to shoot so, at yeah, 42, whatever. I don't know 44. what I don't know what it would have to be. So mine said, I, gotta, I think mine's a 28 or a 28 and a half. And I... It's got it set at 42 pounds and I'm able to, it's not, sometimes it's not easy, especially if you're sitting in a oh, I'm thinking, stand I'm for feeling, yeah. Yeah, a couple, three hours and it's cold and I was like, pull it back and, right. and, but I can hold it. And then, but I got it, I got it, I got it pretty much Z'd in and uh, I yeah, was You were four, saying you're, you're shooting, you're shooting a 42 pound, a 42 pound 40 ball, pound pull, right, 42, 42 pound, pound ball pull. from your deck. Yeah. To your, your 3D target at 56 yards. Which is 56 yards. yards and I'm I can't believe you can target. see that. Like, well, well, so, so, okay. oh, they don't. Here's, here's oh, okay. the thing. It's actually, I have a, I have a, uh, aluminum, uh, f fence around my pool and, and the, in the, where I stand from the deck, <laughs> the top rail goes right across the middle of the deer. So I basically put the pin on, <laughs> on the top <laughs> rail and of course it's going to arc over. And right, right. Shoo, so, 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 so you're going to have to bring that fence into the woods with you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or I'm gonna to have to have a deer that's got a, a black line across its side, across its side, so we were, right at the right level. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Could you move that line yeah. down? Because yeah, we talked about that. Because I shoot, I, I have an area in my side yard where I can shoot fifty. I could probably shoot sixty, but I shoot, and I haven't done it in a while. Um, well, one because they built a house back there now, and I don't want to like yeah. shoot one into the deck. It's off to the side, but still, it's amazing when you shoot at fifty. How much you have to lift your bow up, and then you can literally watch the arrow fly. Arc, <laughs> yeah. Well, if it, if it was a twenty-two, I'd be putting holes in my aluminum fence because <laughs> <laughs> it's just right in the way. Yeah, right. But you right. know, it's like you. Yeah. Oh, it goes right. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. You know, it takes, takes that few seconds, especially at so, forty-two pounds. So, but yeah. Hey, you know, if you can kill it for, and we, we both talked about, we're, we're pro I'm more comfortable at thirty. I shoot better at thirty than twenty. Believe it or not, I don't know what it is. But forty would be a stretch for me, especially in our woods. You know, in our woods, you know, if I was standing, if I was in Ohio, and I was the last tree next to a field, and there was a deer at fifty, clear shot into the field, I'd probably take that poke. Right, but right. not around here. Yeah. With all, and right. you said it. You know, one little branch 
and a nice eight pointer yep. got his belly slid open. Yeah. You know, and it happens. And, and that's, eight, that branch was an eighth of an inch. Imagine, and, and that's all it takes. That's all it takes. You know, you yep. get an expandable broadhead and it catches that, you know, as it's open and just deflecting it down. And yeah, that they yeah. don't fly well open. No, no. no I mean, yeah, that's right, the point. Right, that's right, the right, idea. Right. right. And, yeah. You know, my son, my son's shooting uh, um, fixed broadheads because he, Colin, is a, a, a he's a student of the art, right? He wants to, and he watches Cam Haynes and he watches John Dudley, John Dudley and yeah. all the other guys. Yeah. And he said, you know, and yeah, if I was hunting elk, um, any any of them, anything bigger than a whitetail, I'd probably go with a fixed blade. Fix, yeah. yeah, 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 just, just for so bone that, breaking. That, you know, oh, that or, or just cutting and cutting. Well, you know, oh, shit, because my, they've I, had they've had you know where you've taken an elk hide and put it down over a, an expandable broadhead, and you you got to pull down it. You know, yeah. Where you take a fixed broadhead and it whoosh, just That's cuts right through. through but I'm know? shooting I'm shooting that um, hypodermic the um, oh the new one that came out is with that, last is year. That rage? Rage? Is rage? Rage? It's called the uh, tripan. Okay. And I, I killed, actually, I've been shooting them a couple of years now. I killed a buck two years ago, and the entry wound was two inches long. I mean, yeah, it was, can you imagine? It was sick. And it, it was a heart shot. Went through the heart, drained him in 20 yards. He right. piled up, which was great, which is yeah. what we want. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, clean a big clean ethical kill, kill, yeah. kill yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, those really work really well. And they're not, they, I think a lot of the stigma around mechanicals was based on mechanicals 20 years ago. That weren't as technolo technologically advanced, where right. they're not. There's there were there were um, mechanicals that wouldn't open. Right. You could you could yeah. slam it into a brick wall and it's not going to open. <laughs> These <laughs> things can't not open. Bouncing off the deer. yeah right. It's Boy, like what I should have blunt tip. And and they're also they're all like stainless steel like leading edge oh, and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's such yeah. a that is a huge yeah. bow hunting argument. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I like the fact that they fly like a field point. Right. I practice with field points. Yeah. They fly too. like a yeah. field point. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But, uh, but you mentioned crossbows and that's yeah. really interesting. And I'm, I'm assuming one of the reasons you're holding back is one, because you like a vertical bow like I do. Yep. Um, and two, the restrictions in this state. Well, well yeah. So, so someone, you know, not getting any younger, 62. So my shoulders have got kind of beaten up through, I was the work or whatnot and and uh just I needed surgery. So I missed the two thousand nineteen season. Luckily I got this one in with a lesser bow, you know, which yeah. still was great great to get out there. Um not ready to go to a crossbow because once you go there you can't go back. That's the what I'm talking so, about. So in Massachusetts. which is really too bad because I got screwed out of the two thousand nineteen the whole archery right. season. Right. I I lost the whole season. It's like I don't understand why you couldn't go do it and then co go back. Get, but well, it, you need you need a doctor's note, right? To, yeah. to say okay, this this person has shoulder problems or some other physical disability. It has to be a permanent disability. It's permanent. Yes. Well, no, it doesn't have to be a permanent disability, but it's a permanent fix to a temporary disability. So, so, but that's but the problem. Funny. So when I was down talking to Jerry and, yeah. and a couple of the guys, oh, just get the crossbow. I'm like. That's so much easier. It's like you know what? Have you shot him? I don't like. I shot. Him. I shot one once. Yeah, I didn't it was like, like it. Yeah, 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 it didn't do it for so, me. So, so, um, and it's just so much too, more to be allure of. Like, okay, now I gotta. Here it comes. Now I gotta right. draw this bow. I gotta move right it. Don't see me. Don't see me. Head's gonna behind a right. tree or something, right? So, and and uh, 
So I, like I said, I, I wasn't ready to go. You can't go back. So I said to Jerry, I said, I don't understand. I said, there's basically four methods of archery, right? You got your longbow, your recurve, your compound, and your crossbow. Each one a little harder than or easier than the next. Right, right? A little your more long, advanced. Your right? longbow yeah. would be yeah. the hardest probably. A recurve would be like maybe a little easier. Compound, which most of us shoot. Right. Is, you know, and the crossbow is like, okay, you know, cross. It's, 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 a, it's got a scope. It's a rifle with an 50, arrow. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a cross gun, right? Right, exactly. Um, but, and, and, and I, I mentioned to Jerry, and he, and he said, but he goes, but you know why Mass is holding back? Do you know why they don't want to have open up the crossbow? He said, because states like, I think it's either Pennsylvania or something like that, you're going to get more guys in the woods because it's easier. They're more accurate, less movement, and he goes, and more two-and-a-half-year-old bucks get killed. Oh. And I said, you know what? That makes kind of – so I see with that why they're hesitant because you're going to get, like I say, oh, I can get – I mean, guys – Oh, my – I saw if, a guy buy one at Bass Pro the other day. What's he doing with it? It's If you're not you know? proficient with a bow, you can be proficient with a crossbow. So, so you're going to get more guys in the woods. Yeah, yeah. It's going to kill more deer because it's much easier. There's less movement. There's, it's more accurate. Right. You, you can shoot a deer at 50 yards with a scope. 65, a guy yesterday, and a guy I know, killed one. He's at shoulder problems. Killed one at 65. 65, 65 yards. Oh, okay. And he was 65 years old, too? No. <laughs> he, he might be, but no, I don't okay, think so. Yeah. But, you know, so... I was listening to a podcast one day. I can't remember, maybe someone on Ronella, and that's one of my favorites. I mentioned it before. Yeah. And get his book. I just got it yesterday. I was, I, Scotty I, and I were talking. I, I've been looking at it. And yeah. I said, I can Survival I'm guide. Call. I'm, I'll, when you it's leave, good. when you leave, I'll probably order it for myself. Yeah, it's, it's for really good, you know. And I, I mean, I got to the point with Howard Stern. I couldn't listen to him anymore because it was all about Howard Stern. Ronella hasn't gotten there yet. Okay. He's still a humble guy, I think, and I think he conti will continue to be. Yeah. I want him to be successful because I think he's good at what he does in every aspect. In fact, he's got YouTube videos that are sponsored by Onyx, another great brand. Um, I just started... Yeah, half an hour, like Onyx, and he does one where he, he turkey that, hunts is, in is, New Mexico. Is Onyx the one where it's like a, a geographical one? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's unbelievable. I, was, I, I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't have Onyx. And I'm bringing it up on my phone right now for Scott. It's um, it's a mapping program, and it tells you, it, it you can track yourself. So if you go out in the woods, you can actually track your lines, but you can also show boundaries. I was out in Western Mass, and there was some private property around the wildlife management, the seven thousand acre wildlife management area I was in, and I I I you know just as a as a conscientious hunter stayed off that private property. Right. You know, and it worked that way. And then I followed my tracks back. Otherwise, it was actually the coolest thing was the night before I went on my computer and figured out where I wanted to go. And I marked the spot and it downloaded to my phone. So I got... Is that a free app? Uh, no. It's um like 30 bucks a year per oh. state. Yeah. Oh, it's... No, I'm telling you, yeah. Scott. It was the... Yeah. It was... It saved my ass. Seriously. That's great. Because I got in deep. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, I could probably walk... Three miles in any direction, hit a road maybe. Right. But it, it was it was tough country. Really. And um, but the fact that you can download and you can off you can put you you can put the map in, and then save it offline. So when you're in the woods, if you don't have a cell signal, right, you have it all the access to it. That's it was huge. pretty slick. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty my, good stuff. Tony and I have have done. We've twice this year. We did the walk around the whole le uh, length of Lake Whitehall and Hawkington, oh, yeah, yeah. which is like a seven mile hike. 
And uh, so a couple of spots we get into, and we're like, wait, well, do we get off the trail? Where, where the hell? So I just pull up Google Maps. And yeah. Of course, it pins where you are. I go, oh, no, oh, the street's over there. So we got to, we go, you know, get back on the trail going over this way. We got right. on some pen- little peninsula or something. We get kind yeah, of yeah. sidetracked. But it's like, but that's like probably even well, be- very similar, but better probably. The beauty of it, too, is it shows um, land ownership. That's so huge. you go in. Like, I'll drive the yeah. roads in my town and I'll stop and I go, who owns this? And I get the guy's name and I'm going to, hey, I should call him and see if he'll let me hunt here. Right. Oh, it's it's pretty. I found some flaws in it with some ownership things because around me, there's people who moved a year ago yeah, or yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. But still, it's still pretty damn accurate. That's wow. So, I'm going to I'm yeah. download that. Yeah. Onyx is the best. So I forget where we were. But speaking of crossbows, and just to be more specific about that, and I, I agree with that theory where let's not make them legal. But why do we make them illegal for people who heal? Right. That's the right. thing. Yes. So, yeah. so, or illegal to leave. So in Massachusetts, if you're a bow hunter and you have surgery, like both of us have on our yeah. shoulders, um, and you decide that year you get a doctor's note for a crossbow, you can never return to a compound or a vertical bow. Right. Right. Yeah. First of all, who's going to police that? I don't know. Do you get them? Is it on your license? Does it I say? Think it, I think it is. Does it come yeah. up crossbow think, only? Yeah. 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 Which I think is so foolish because... In, especially in today's technology, where my right shoulder is better than it has been in 35 years. Wow. You know, I mean, yeah. I can't. So I can't. Gosh, you're not throwing 90 mile an hour fastballs anymore. <laughs> I throw knuckleballs. It doesn't hurt your okay. shoulder at all. It's an elbow problem. You push it. Yeah. yeah, you push it. Yeah. Um, but it just seems really weird, you know, and, and um, I don't know why they would limit you like that. Because like Rhode Island, where well, it's really well, hard to get a license anyway. Oh. Uh, what we went through, and we've talked about it, we've gone through the paces to get a bow, a bow permit in Rhode Island, which is ridiculous. Um, you can use a crossbow. You, just, you want? Hey, which but, one? But like you said, you they're, they're afraid of that. You know, I, I, I that, that I can, that I can, that that I can appreciate, because oh, that's what I was talking about. Ranella Onyx. Um, someone came on and said, you know, um, if you want to get proficient with a compound or a vertical bow. Longbow recurve compound. You have to spend six weeks practicing. If you want to get proficient with a compound, ten minutes probably. Yeah, six minutes. It's like you're scoping. Yeah, <laughs> right. Whatever. As long as I scope. I'm going to uh, try something. So what we were talking about was this. Oh, I it, I just found that on the floor. Isn't that funny? It fell out of my pack. Perithrin uh, instruction booklet. Permethrin. 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 You think it's Boy, permethrin? It, I don't know. It's I don't know. It depends. It doesn't P- matter. Yeah, I mean, per methrin. It probably is methrin. I just like I like the hardy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate yeah, that. Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. So so this rum some, is rum is rum. rum. <laughs> Moscow, <laughs> Moscow, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mule. It's a mule. It kicks you yeah, like yeah, a mule. Yeah. Is that why they call? I wonder why they call a mule. Mule must that, be. It's not a. It's not named after the, the, the uh, sterile donkey, is it? I, I, no, I think it probably just kicks you like a, a mule. mule, probably. <laughs> yeah. Which is what you just proved. Yeah. Um, right. So, so talking about crossbows, something else I jotted in my notes, and and it always astounds me, and there's probably reasons for it beyond beyond us, but. The, the restrictions on deer hunting in Massachusetts with shotgun and muzzleloader only. 
right? That's all you got. No, uh, yeah, no, 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 no rifle. No yeah, rifle. No, no yeah, rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But have you ever have you ever you have you bear hunted in Massachusetts? I have not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you've coyote hunted, and you mentioned yes, it earlier. I, yes. And yeah, what did you yeah. use for that? Thirty odd six. Perfectly legal. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're doing it in the light, you don't. Have, you can't do it, it at night. Exactly. Well, you, you can use a twenty two. Correct. Or a shotgun. But no artificial lights. Right. Which is again, which is, which is yeah, but you know what? So I and, and I this one, I had a couple of deer seasons where I was bone dry, not seeing deer, not doing, anything. and I'm, I gotta get out there. I I gotta get we out. We do it. So you can bait them. You can bait coyotes, yep. though, right? So I go down to the local slaughterhouse. I get a couple arenas, a couple of five gallon buckets of lungs and livers. <laughs> I dump them in the woods. I I take my. I think I had a. I think I brought a 22 with me at that time. Maybe I brought a shotgun. I can't remember. And I get my camo on, and I had a tree stand down by the by the swamp where we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. And I dumped a couple of buckets of lungs and livers out there. <laughs> and I'm st- nine o'clock. I'm leaving the house, and Tony is like, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm gonna go coyote hunting." It was like a full moon. Yeah, with right. A little That's snow, what you need. snow yeah. on the ground. Oh, you need perfect. was perfect, right? So yeah. I'm like, and I'm sitting. There, it's ten o'clock at night, ten thirty at night. I'm <laughs> his this knucklehead sitting up in a tree on a tree stand, just waiting for some coyote to come by from the slate, <laughs> and I can I can take him out. But it, and nothing ever came. But it was like you know what? But to me, like just being in a tree. Dead silent, like right, right. like, Beautiful. My, my, yeah, like yeah, you know, it's funny. My and my two of my boys. Scott's probably the the most ardent hunter of of, of my three boys. Um, and he said, "Daddy, because I love like my favorite time is when you get in nice and early, before, and it's dead silent. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're just sitting there. The stars are bright, and it's you know you can see them good because it's dark. And as it starts to get light, and it just comes alive yeah the world and the, yeah and it's just more, it's, most so you know, you know <clears throat> deer season absolutely but turkey did you hunt turkey i do yeah, I, so. I, I haven't gone as much as i would like to yeah turkey you know? season so much more because it's spring oh, and talk oh. about when the light comes up and you've got you know frogs and birds and right. all kinds Peepers of crazy and, and they're all right, they're yeah. all psyched to be alive you yeah. know it's like whoa this is great good <laughs> we're out there to kill them yeah. <laughs> well the turkeys yeah, yeah they don't yeah, come yeah. around much but yeah, yeah. it was so funny i was out in the um i was out in the swamp last weekend and it's fairly warm i'm up in my climber and i'm near a little a little canal do you know that whole area used to be cranberry bogs no kidding yeah i didn't know that. i didn't know that either yeah. until i was told and i'm sitting there and i hear I'm like, well, turkeys make a lot of weird noises and stuff. I'm like, hmm, might be a turkey. I think it was a frog. Oh. It's the last day of bow season in Massachusetts. It was a frog. Well, where the hell was I? It's November. Yeah, I know, but where the hell was I? We were going by some little, I forget where we were. Maybe it was, I might have been with my grandson and Scott. We were, I think we were putting our lifeline in. And we stepped over a little stream and there was a frog swimming in the, in a, in a creek, in a, in a little like puddle, like, what the hell? Yeah, it's, it's, it shouldn't but, be. Yeah. But like we talked about, we'll be, for, we'll be lucky if we have ice fishing ice. Yeah, no, it's been, you know, it's, it's, it's global warming stuff. You know, you, yeah. You know that, oh, right? that's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, I actually could show you a real cool little video. Uh, I was, I got a, uh, so I have a, I have a tree stand in one spot in Holliston. And I've got a ground blind in, in behind my son's house in Holliston. And I'm sitting in the ground blind the other day, and I'm 
just kind of like looking out, looking out, and you see this, and I don't know, it's pileated, pileated, pileated woodpecker. I go pileated. That's what that, I think. That's, that's what right. I thought. A pileated woodpecker, right? Yeah. And I see it. Doesn't he? And I and and they make up like a. Oh yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's almost like they're laughing. It's a weird noise, and I never knew what that noise was. I've heard it a number of times right. until I saw him and heard him at the same time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he comes over. And he lands on a tree five feet outside my blind at about five feet high. Oh, that's cool. And I, I'm sneaking my phone out the mesh window, and I'm getting this video of this pileated woodpecker five feet away, pecking away at this tree. It was, it was great. I brought it home. I said, I didn't see any deer, but geez, look, look at this pileated know, woodpecker. Right? was five feet away. And the and thing was, you know, probably, I don't know, 14 inches high. No, they're pretty tall. Yeah. High, you yeah. know, and that's what... And that's the thing. That's what we, everyone says. Oh, you're a barbarian hunter. You go out and you kill stuff. Half the time, I mean, if it wasn't for putting meat in the freezer, half the time that that's the fun stuff. Oh, you know, you know, I'm related to Woody Woodpecker, right? Have we had that conversation? Oh, that's cool. Isn't that a cool that's pick? So I was just cool. Like, yeah, just like it was so. You, you mentioned it sounds like he's sound like sounds like he's laughing. Yeah. Right. So my great aunt was the voice of Woody Woodpecker. Swear to God. No way. She was married. Wait, I, I thought that was Mel Blank. Mel Blank was the original. Very good. Oh. Yeah, he was the original. She was like oh, the fourth I'm, I'm iteration. I'm a wolf of useless information, believe me. <laughs> he nailed that. No one <laughs> yeah. else knew that. Mel Blank, Blank. <laughs> so she was like the fourth iteration of that. A lot of people, Mel Blank went over to Associated Artists or whatever. So Gracie, my, my great aunt, my grandfather's sister, became the voice of Woody Woodpecker. She was also married to Walter Lance, who was the artist who oh, developed. No way. Yeah. So when you say the laughing, they all said, oh, it's a redheaded woodpecker. I think. Personally, that it was after the pileated woodpecker. Oh, which is much more definitely much more vocal, and yeah. especially in the when he developed them in the 30s and 40s, he was tall and lanky. He wasn't yeah, the no, cute oh, little Woody no, we oh, remember. No, 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 he was a he wasn't a downy woodpecker. No, he, 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 was, looking he was a pileated woodpecker, and he had he the was, weird like rings on his legs. Look it up on you know the images, the, no the original, way. and supposedly they were married and they had a cabin up in the Sierra Nevadas in California. And supposedly there's a woodpecker pecking on the roof. And uh -huh. Walter had this great idea to go from being a, like a really esteemed artist to getting into cartooning. Imagine and that. And he got into cartooning, yeah. His brother, ooh, geez, I don't remember his brother's name, was a, was a sculptor. And uh, there were some really crazy sculptures that he did. Like this one, it's like maybe... Atlas or something carrying the globe, right? He's, but he's this big hulk of a that's guy. A, that's yeah. a that's a yeah, talent. that's pretty cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's I can, a talent. I, I can make some pretty serious like uh, Play-Doh dinosaurs. <laughs> I bet you can. That's good. Your grandkids, <laughs> your grandkids appreciate <laughs> no, that. So, so, like you know, and we, and like I said, you mentioned I'm a taxidermist, and I and I've gone twice. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. That's okay, but no, but I, I've twice I've gone out to the World Taxidermy Championships, and they always have a sculpting competition. So oh. so guys will sculpt. Sculpt the bodies to be to eventually be turned into the forms that right, you would right. purchase, right? And these guys are just like you wouldn't. You, they spend like three or four days, like hours on end, and they and they live sculpt these like really? a bear cub or a bobcat. It's it's a musculature. They got it right, right, and they get judged on it. It's, it's oh, that's, it's, that's it's, cool. it's definitely. A, Is it all like without like free free hand free no. mind? Oh, it's clay. It's no, it, but no, they're not looking. Oh, no, at, no, a lot of times they'll they'll start with a skeleton, yeah. and build all the muscle on it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah just yeah, like yeah. when we're, we're doing taxidermy, you know, right. you got to build the muscle back on the eyes and the ears and all. Oh, that yeah, stuff yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's pretty complicated stuff. Um, 
Oh, that's interesting. I'd, I'd yeah. love to witness that. Yeah, but but yeah, the, the sculpting and or, or drawing. Tony and I were talking about earlier. I said, you know, it's you'd like to. She likes. She's like, I'd like to take an art class, but I, I suck at it. <laughs> like I, I, you know, some people right. some people can draw somebody and it looks like them. Uh, mine looks like a stick figure. Well, you know, years ago, my wife gifted me for my birthday this really nice evening of going to the partner's painting thing. Yeah. It was a surprise. So we drove over to, over to Gillette Stadium. Surprise! Surprise. I'm like, these are all my friends. There's all the booze. Are you shitting me? Really? So we, it, it actually... Thanks, honey. Thanks. I'm going to tell you, it was there was a bar, which was cool, you know, and, and they did a painting and it was couples. So each person in the couple did the half of the painting. And they wow. walk you through it. Right. It's amazing. I just came out, I is actually hanging next to each other in our bedroom. Came out pretty good. Really? Starry Night. I forget who. Van Gogh, maybe. Starry yeah. Night, right? Starry, Starry Night. Yeah. Looking around, I was like, oh my God. What? We're no, we're no artists, but these people suck. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm worse like, than you. Holy shit. I'm like, and there's a little boat floating in a lake, and the, the guy's boat looks like a uh, like a cigarette machine. <laughs> What'd you crumble up a cigarette pack? Where did we come up with cigarettes at the same time? (laughs) Honest to God, it was. And then you look over there, and and then some people said at some point they like just said, "Fuck, you know, this isn't worth it," and they just made a mockery of it. You know, my wife's like, "We're not making a mockery of this. Our lines have to match." I'm like, "Oh," and I'm, you know, I've got, I've got, I put a beret on. I did the long (laughs) French mustache. I was, you know, had the the paintbrush with my fingertips. No, it actually you were came, saying wee 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 yeah, exactly. In fact, uh, but anyway, it, it it ended up it was it was fun. It would have been really cool to like for you and Tony to be with us. Right, right, I didn't yeah, know yeah. you then, but yeah, that would have yeah, been cool. Yeah, yeah. Like to put to have yeah. friends around and yeah. kind of compare because yeah. you can't go over to someone well, and say, "Wow, you well, suck!" If you well, don't know, <laughs> well, yeah, but then you, then you compete. Well, that's right. right. So that's, yeah. that's like yeah. So, but I can you know when the kids were little, they, they, there was this one guy on TV called Pappy. And it was, a, and he would draw, and I would sit there with, with my youngest son and draw. And I'd be like smoking my son because he's only, he's only like four. Or oh something. my god! Pat, Pappy said, "Draw the line like that." You draw the line like that, and so it's like one of those. You yeah, know, Bob Ross. Almost, Remember Bob Ross? Oh, oh, just a just friendly just, little pop, 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 cloud pop, pop, over here. <laughs> my uncle, my uncle, uh, my mother's brother, was a Mensa. Um, he was a genius, and he was a member of Mensa. And he had his demons, but he was a member of Mensa. Did say Mensa, Mensa? Mensa, Mensa. And he, um, he, would, he would follow Bob Ross. And my uncle became an unbelievable artist. Yeah. Probably has something to do this, genetically with, you know, something. I, I can do the animals because they're already kind of like, you got the skin and everything. It's already kind of, I can. <laughs> That's true. I can, but it's, yeah. Yeah, freehand drawing. I can't draw them. Yeah, yeah, no, I can I, do a paint by number. I actually did a, I have a paint by number in my shop that I did when I was 10 years old. And I still have it. Really? To this day. It's Fifty-two freaking years old. Oh my God. I, I did a I did a sculpture in my front yard once when it snowed. I built a brontosaurus out of snow, and then I wanted to color it, and but I didn't want to ruin the grass, so I I put uh, Miracle Grow in water in a spray bottle, and sprayed it. Made a blue brontosaurus no in my way. front because then I figured when it melted, it would just it fertilize the ground. Yeah. One of my neighbors comes by and goes, "What kind of dog is that?" I was insulting. I mean, this thing. It was. I mean, I had it. What are you? What are you? A dick? It's a. It's a. It's a blue brontosaurus, you idiot. 
In hindsight, I, I didn't think to say what he oh, yeah. did, but I should have because she ended up being one. But oh, no, I was like, oh, as a woman. yeah, and it, you know what? Like literally, sorry, the, the head came down. You know, it came down to the body, big yeah, legs, yeah. and then the tail wrapped yeah, yeah. around on the ground. And I, I was very careful with my spray. Was it? What kind of dog is that? You know what it is? It's a dog, you dick. So anyway, good segue though. I like that. I like bringing the the truth to it. Um, so that's all good. So we're sitting in your studio where you, these are all, well, the deer I'm looking at are yours. Yep. This is, yep. These are yep. deer you Those killed. Deer, yeah. We're looking, looking at an otter. Explain explain that to me. Or did I just out you? And are you going to get arrested? <laughs> no, anybody can bring me anything as long as they get it tagged. This guy didn't want this. That's awesome. So, yeah. And, and it's like, I love, it's my, it's my wife's favorite. You it's know? it's so unbelievable. It's like, yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, we were, we've, we've hunted over in Cedar Swamp. And there was a, a time that there's a ton of otters over there, which we, they were, okay, let's, let's face it. There were no otters back when we were kids. There, there weren't were, even deer. There, well, that's a good point. When there I, were no deer. We talked like about that. When I was growing up in Holliston, behind my house, we, there used to be partridge, and all, but there was, I, I, I 10, up, 12 years old. I was out in the woods all the time. Never cut a deer track. No, I know what a no. deer track was. Right. Never cut one. No turkeys. Nope. No, no turkeys. Well, no that's tur an introductory thing. But, yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I grew up in Grafton. I never saw a deer. When did you grow up? <laughs> yeah, right. I I got you bigger. Live, you lived. <laughs> you lived. I went from birth to whatever. Yeah. But no, but we were in Cedar Swamp one day, and we had a decoys out. We were duck hunting, and all of a sudden, I said, "What's that out there?" And there were there were otters playing with our decoys. No, they way. were like nosing them, and then swimming around and nosing them. Probably thinking they probably do it all the time, right? Swim up under a duck. Oh, maybe. Hit them. Yeah. The duck flies away. It's a little game Just for them. Just messing with them, yeah. The, the, the plastic Otter. decoys couldn't fly, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that, that's, I'm going to, I'll post a couple of these pictures on Instagram, yeah. if you don't mind, yeah. no, um, no. for our listeners. Yeah. But that is, that is pretty slick. That's, uh, I love the claws and everything. And, you know, people say, oh, let's go hug an otter. I bet that thing could tear you up. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? They got big teeth. Big teeth, yeah. Look at the claws on them. Well, even like fishers, you know. It's oh, like, geez. And that's something you never saw back a long nope. time. And the fishers, I can remember the first time being on Santa. I went, what the hell is that? What is you that? It's almost like black, you know. It's dark on sleeping. And they're big. They're yeah, big yeah, as that some thing, of, right? Some of them, yeah. I, you know, I got a little, oh, I got, I got a little, little, yeah. little one. But a little fisher. Yeah. And, and they're and, nasty. Yeah, they, uh, but but the bigger ones, they, they almost, I mean, they got a head like a bear almost. Oh, they yeah. Bigger. They get big jowls and they get, you know. You know, in fact, like a pine martin is more bear-like. Have you ever seen a pine martin? Yep. Yeah. I had one across yep. the street from my house. And they've got that real bear. Really? Like, had a pine bear. martin? Yep. In Norfolk, yeah. No way. Yep. Sitting up on a limb. And my buddy was, that's a fisher. I go, no, that's a pine martin. You could tell he was a little bit smaller. I didn't um, know that. I never, I never seen one. Well, never you know what? Then again, could it have been a brown face fisher, or, you know, immature perhaps, but yeah, he was. No, but, no yeah. one I saw up in Maine when we were up on our, our bird trip in a uh, camp trip a couple weeks ago, I saw an ermine, right. a, white, a, a yeah. winter phase ermine. Yeah. So we're up there at 65 degrees. Right? I had a guy bring me one of those. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was, it was run over. I said, I can't do it. You know, you got to get, you know, you it's, a, get it it's a fur bear, so you got to get it tagged. Yeah. I can't, I can't touch it. Let's talk about that in a second. Was, yeah, so, so a little, so, and, and you know, they turn white in the winter. Right, I saw a white face. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, like I said, it was six, brown, 65 was, degrees. I think it was like a springtime thing. I said, well, he said, yeah, I, th I think I got a weasel for, for you. Something. I yeah. said, oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fur bear. I can't, you know, unless you got to go get a fishing game and get it tagged. I can't, I can't. I can't so explain it, that. You know? Explain how that works. So any, any. Well, and I'm well, assuming yeah. that otter. Yeah, yeah. And that fish are probably, or was yeah. that trapped or something, but. You can trap fisher, right? Yeah, I, I've had right. I've had guys I've mounted fishes for guys, and they and, and when you trap a fisher, they they you write your own tag. You, yeah, you, right. 
dial, I forget, I don't know how we do, definitely does, but they get, you know, you have to go for your trapping class and you could, and I'm, I'd like to do that at some point, you know, just yeah. kind of get into that a little bit, just to get out in the woods more. But um, yeah, so he, he found this ermine that was killed and, and he thought it was a weasel. And I said, oh no, I said, no, that's an ermine. You know, I said, but I can't do anything with it because so he sure. has to. He so has he, to then he, go. So to... he would go. So I have a I have a bobcat you saw in the shop. Yep. Yep. Um, so a guy called me, say, I got a roadkill bobcat. I said, you got to go to fishing game. So he went down to Westboro, checked it in there. They they actually took it, put it in their freezer. You know, and what do they do? Inspect it to make sure it wasn't shot. Yeah. To see if there's tire sure, tracks sure. on it. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. if you look at this one, you can see on the back side. You can't tell from what where it's mounted, but. You know, there's a lot of hair missing on the backside. Okay, yeah, it, you know, scum, road, yeah. Ra road rash, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and then as long as they get a permit number or a tag number, you know, it's like tagging a, a deer. You same, know, right? same thing you were you were mentioning earlier. If you've got an owl, an owl gets caught in a fence or slams I, into your I, house. I had a guy bring me a barred owl, and he wanted it mounted. I said, "You got to go to fishing game. You got it. This here's my license number. Here's my you know my information." You can tell them I'll be the taxidermist, but you got to go get the permit and you got to get a letter from a school saying that they'll accept it as a, it's got to be educational purposes only for owls. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, birds of prey. Birds of prey. Birds yeah. of prey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I mean, that, that's too bad because the way you described you, how we wanted it mounted. I mean, how cool would it be to have an owl coming in with the talons out? Yeah, right. he, he actually the, didn't even care, but I, he, oh, but I thought that's what it, I do. Well, well, it's coming to a middle school, so I'm thinking the kids are gonna love this thing. Where it's whoosh, right, coming in with and you got, you got, maybe you got to yeah. go kill a muskrat or something and yeah, lay it yeah, on the yeah, yeah, right? yeah. little muskrat. Put it on, put look, it on look in the wrong way. Teacher's desk. Yeah, <laughs> or, or or I could maybe mount it with its finger up like the, the last great after, act of defiance. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it is talent sticking up. No, that's slick yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, that I like the coyote. Coming out of the wall. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty a, cool. That's, that's a custom amount. Yeah. yeah. And then how you put the, uh, the stick or log under it and kind of walking off the log. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I've often, you know, and, you know, people, oh, let's get this big buck mounted. Oh, and, 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 hey, we all want bucks mounted. That doe is gorgeous. Yeah. And how, how pretty is that? And I think, now that I think of it, you, you tanned a hide for us for our boy in uh, Troy down in Alabama. We killed the beautiful, we've talked about it on the podcast, killed the, Dave Murrell killed the most beautiful um, doe. We've, we all like, oh my God, it's like Clarice from Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big big yeah. eyelashes. Yeah. Well, I was like, that's the prettiest it's, deer. It, it's funny you say that because if you look at bucks and does, does have the big eyelashes. Yeah. The bucks, some of them have, will have it, but right. well, typically they don't. And but I'm looking are, at, you, you can see her yeah, eyelashes. They are, they are on, yeah. prettier deer. Yeah. Isn't that funny? So we had a, we, as a gift to Troy for his camp down there, we brought that back, and I think Brian had you. Oh, he tanned. may he may have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we get, we nice. sent it to Troy. Sent, sent that it. was oh, pretty no, slick. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, this is cool stuff. I mean, taxidermy. I often looked in the back of those magazines back in the day, and you could buy the booklets. And I think and, you and did, that's right? That's exactly what I did. Yep. I mean, I was just like I said, infatuated. I'm still like I still kind of drawn to it. You know, it's just like like I I just want to learn more and get better. I want to. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. You know, like I said, I go to those world so shows. So full of shit too because you're like oh, i'm no artist but you know what i look at this and that's that's well, a form well, of art well you know well i'm i'm a perfectionist yeah and in like and anything it's like you know if i'm painting the house it's like it's you know yeah, I, I'm the same. And, when you mow the lawn and, let me ask you this when you mow the lawn you go one way when you're done, do you go all the way around so you don't put lines across the lines you already made? Because I do that. Do you? Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's like, and I, I can't not do it. 
Like I'll go, I'm going to go across and something like I'll try and I'm like, and my body takes me all the way. Yeah. I seem to work it. So I, I kind of just okay. go yeah. off. That was an aside. Let's yeah. talk but, more about your yeah, 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 No, but, so, you know, but, but that's kind of like, you know, before I got my career job at the gas, at the gas company, I was a cabinet maker and I worked for a cabinet company and that, Oh, that's right. I remember yeah, saying so, that. So he, he, was, he yeah. said, as long as you know what it's supposed to look like at the end, you'll you'll get it there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, don't don't let it out of your sight. Don't let it out of your grip until, you know, you don't want to give a guy a nice buck that looks like a giraffe. Right, right. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. So, well, so and, up at camp, we up at camp in Maine, is we call it the smiley buck. And the buck's got a smile. That, yeah, right, and I'm yeah. like, that, that looks like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. The funny thing this year, Chief wanted to... Chief's got, I think, four moose. Chief's Native American. He yeah, can yeah, kill yeah. a moose a year. Right. He had the record. I talked about that for the um, largest bow kill back. I don't remember when it was in the mid-90s. He got passed out by a guy who shot one with a compound. Chief, Chief shot one with a handmade Penobscot bow. That oh, wow. They're kind of a can... They're like a... They're like a um, they're like a longbow, but they got this cantilever design that okay. the Penobscots, it's a very specific to their tribe. And he killed that, that big, that. massive bull. Well, he had a bull at his mother-in-law's house and she was redoing, she could get that thing out of here. So we brought it, he brought it to camp and we mounted it in camp. But he also brought, and I'm looking at the, the mount behind us, a little fawn. Uh, and he had this fawn on his front seat. So we had this moose wrapped with the antlers sticking out in this bed of his truck. And then he had this little fawn um, standing on the front seat on this little platform, right? And he he was coming up. He was having a snack, and he had little Debbie, some kind of little cake from little yeah, Debbie's. Yeah, yeah. So we named her Debbie. Oh no! <laughs> and he guess Debbie. people were going by like thumbs up on the on the moose, and then they'd see the little fawn on the side, and they'd give him like the evil eye, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jerk. Yeah. Hey, nice. You moose. kill that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You go from twelve hundred pounds to like yeah. nine pounds, you yeah. know? But yeah. Uh, yeah, how much more tender this. Fun was <laughs> yeah exactly they like veal yeah. um so it was just kind of funny but uh what is, is that a gray fox that's gray fox yeah do you know um why and this is a little this is a little aside but why when they do fox hunts they only use red foxes because that's all pre-described pre-predetermined you mean, you mean, like they release the fox in, like 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 in england, or in something? england. Oh, okay. and they release the, the beagle the fox oh, hounds, oh they, oh, they, they have go, them already there's somebody else's pet fox? And no, 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 no. Do you know why they use them? Because gray foxes can climb trees. Oh, And no it would way. ruin the hunt. Because the hunt, which is, you know, it's, I talk about barbaric and all that. You know, they run them down a hole and, and then they send the, the they dog, send the yeah. Jack Russell in there to oh, tear them okay. up, you know, and then oh, drag no them way. up. But it, it's no fun if they climb a tree. <laughs> you have to throw the Jack Russell up there <laughs> and hope you hit them. <laughs> Hopefully latch, yeah. latches on. So that's just a little, oh, that's a no little, way. that's, that's yeah, a Scotty Pesto Pete yeah, little, yeah, uh, yeah, little tidbit know of knowledge. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. but, uh, good to learn. Hey, good segue right now into a couple other sponsors. We're approaching that hour mark, believe it or not. Wow. Boy, can we talk? You said one day you could talk to a tree. Well, yeah. you and me together yeah. could talk to a whole <laughs> state forest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just another podcast partner, Four Roses Bourbon out of Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Uh, Great brand, great product. Scotty, next time, make your Kentucky Mule maybe with uh, Four Roses. I, I'm on it. Once you once you blast through that bottle of Jefferson's. Yeah, this, will be go- this will probably be gone by Christmas. <laughs> you know what? That, I often say that. You buy a bottle of bourbon. It's like, what do they fill these half full? It goes down so easy. 
and it, they're not that big. You know, 750 millimeters, I mean, I don't know about you. No. That doesn't last long. No. You know? I got a handle or something that doesn't last long. <laughs> and what's a handle? Is that one? one? 1.75? So it's 1.75? Do I, am I supposed it, to know I, that? I don't know. It's maybe it's a good. Is that what it is? One point seven five handle. Yeah. We were we bought handles of Crown Royal in Alabama. Wow. It was like they they were like, oh, you're the first one to ever do this. I told you that story, and you've probably heard it. But you go in the convenience the convenience store and the liquor store separate, two different buildings. And when you're in the convenience store, the liquor store is locked. Then you. Remember? BJ's was like, well, you could you could you could go to BJ's and then it was then it was you come out of BJ's and then oh, really? attached to it was BJ's liquor. Oh, I don't and remember you, that. And you yeah. could go right into the liquor store. It's kind of like that. Um, so, so as far as BJ's is concerned, you used to walk out of the BJ's and it'd be like a separate little yeah, or attached to it, but it was BJ's liquor. So you could you know, and they had the I wonder they had the five gallon. <laughs> <laughs> BJ's version of bourbon. <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a handle around it was a bucket. Yeah, right. So <laughs> so this place in Alabama, you'd you'd go into the convenience store, get whatever you need, beer, wine, roller dogs, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. The chitlins yeah. not chitlins, but the uh uh what do they call the the pork rinds, but there's a Spanish name for it. Yeah, you got me. Uh, yeah. look that up. So <laughs> say, hey, uh, we need liquor. And they'd say they'd clear all the customers out, you know, get everybody to pay, then they'd go out and they'd pull the gate down on that one. On that one, lock it, put a padlock on it, walk over, unlock the padlock, open it. You'd walk in, do your shopping, you know, a little shed basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy your stuff, check you out, put the fence down, lock it. Then we'd leave, and they'd go back over, unlock the convenience store, and open, open the gate. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, but uh, great, uh, great spot to hunt, and and just. Where's this Alabama? Yeah. What yeah. were you hunting down there? Excuse me, deer and hogs. Ah. Yeah, on, on a friend Troy's property. Nice. And some and some friends of his property and just a whole nother world. Right. It's called Bladen, Alabama. Oh. Also known Bladen. I will Springs. I won't mention this, but I remember Brian told me a story about about hunting down there. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about it after the podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. You hunt out of you hunt out of shooting houses. Um it's all they're all terrific people and everything, yeah. but it's it's, it's a different, different way. Different way, yeah. We had, yeah. you know, we had we had, it was one of those years, it was 2015, the last time we were there, and it was one of those um we were there ten days. We drove down we we were we, wow. oh yeah. We we pushed our limits on that so, one. So so it's you, Brian. And we met Woody, Woody in So um, how do you so how what's your you want your connection with all with all so how, you guys went to school together? No, uh, I played I played high school sports against um, Dave and Brian, but didn't know Brian, but got to know Dave a little bit. Then where was Dave? He was in Westboro and Auburn. Oh, okay. I was in Grafton, and then Dave went to UNH. I went to UMass. Dave left UNH. He had a football scholarship, and got injured, lost his scholarship. I, I guess Dave, if I'm misquoting this, will fix this. And I got something else to say later about Dave. And then we ended up becoming roommates at UMass in our apartment ah. with the, with twins who were my friends in second grade, no, Kurt um, and Kevin. And that's how I got to know Dave. Then one night, Brian tells a funny story. He comes up to our apartment. And frankly, I don't remember this. I Sorry, Brian, not that you're listening. Brian comes up and we come back from the bars. It's two o'clock in the morning and we're all around the, the uh, living room. And Brian said, Pete was like, some kind of Jesus. He goes in the kitchen with one box of macaroni and cheese 
and makes enough to feed like 15 people. <laughs> He goes, that's what I remember about Pete Tonelli. <laughs> oh, no way. So then it just, you know, I, I, you know, talk about how you connect with people. Right. And we, we're all very similar backgrounds. You know, yeah. you, and, you and I are very similar. Uh, Brian, Dave, you know, we're the, the twins. And, well, you know, we kind of grew up small town. We're, yep. we're all, you know, 70s, 80s, early 80s, whatever, high school mm-hmm. grads, whatever. And, you know, so we were kids in the 60s and... And right here, I mean, I'm in Hawkington. You grew up one town over in Hoss, and I grew up a town and a half over in Grafton. Right. I mean, very. very, Brian was. Brian grew up right here. Right. right Yeah. I almost bought a house. Uh, My first house was on Ash. We looked at a house on Ash Street. No way. Yeah. How cool that would have been. Yeah. Right there. So. um, But yeah, we're all very similar. So um, then, just the the hunting connection. Right. There's nothing deeper than in the woods and field dressing a deer or shooting ducks or. You know, yeah. getting up early and spending time in, the, in a pickup, driving down, you know. Right. That, yeah. I, I think that builds, and that's what I'm really, you know, I'll get into a little bit of philosophical stuff, but, you know, you, you wonder if your kids are going to be like you. And it sounds like Scotty is is a hunter more than his brothers, but still, they all have interest in the outdoors. And, right. And my son, Colin, you know, didn't know if he was going to get into the hunting as much and has, and it's really flattering. And, it, you know... Because you see all these, you know, guys on TV or whatever, you know, pass it along, pass Pass it along. We got to keep the the, the hunting, the heritage alive and keep, you know, growing, whatever. So it's like, yeah, you hope that, you know, it was so ingrained in me from the time I was seven years, even younger, five years old. It was just, I was going to be a hunter gatherer. You know, my, like I said, I think. But was your dad? No. Yeah, mine neither. My father was a meat cutter. Yeah, my dad and was I, a and he, and I, cookie well, salesman. I loved it when he went and he had to go butcher a deer. Right. Do you want to go? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm going to go. Well, I, the most exciting part I, of this, I, except I, for our podcast, was seeing those two deer in the back of your picture. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just, just, a, just a, even just the, you know, the, the smell of the, of the, Oh, you can't tell me you, you know, like the smell of arenas. <laughs> no, not it's not it's not that. It's it's. it's the, I love Joanne. Love you, Joanne and Joey. It, it's 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 the smell of the deer. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. You know, you you know what? You, you get, say that that gland scent, and yeah, it's like yeah. that 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 is a, that will stick with me. Those hot glands. Yeah. The funny thing when I pulled my moose permit in sixteen and was the, the first, I said I said I just want to touch and smell a moose because okay, how many people in the United States? You know, blah blah blah. How many people have seen a moose? How many people have killed a moose? Not many. Not many. At our camp, if you put 15 guys in the camp, sadly, Dave Morrell, Woody, best hunter, one of the best hunters I know, top three. He hasn't killed a moose. He's never pulled a permit. He'll kill a moose if he gets a permit. He's never pulled a permit. So there's 15 of us and there's 14 that killed a moose. And and I'm, and I'm the most, you know, the the most unrealistic moose killer ever, you know, but, uh, but I just wanted to smell the moose. That was my thing. I wanted to touch it and smell it. What what was it like? Was it like a deer? No, no. You know what? No, it's different. Well, plus he wasn't in the rock. definitely a distinct Odor yeah, to so a deer, and, 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 and especially like, if they're in the rut, the yeah, musk. Ex- exactly, yeah. and he may have them, but they rut I early. Know, I don't know what it is like. Like even, even golden estrus, to me that smells good because it's like it reminds me because it's deer season. Golden estrus is a uh, scent that you buy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a site on yeah, the yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. seriously. It's, no, it's, I it's, agree. It's, it's a dough and heat scent. Have you smelled Evercom? Yeah. My son's like, that has the weirdest smell. And I went, 
Yeah, I kind of like it. <laughs> I don't know if it works, but it has a... How long, how long is this? Is this long enough for I can... Oh, maybe... I guess I have a comment. Oh, is it right in there? No, right on top. Oh, right there. Yeah, yeah. Golden Estrus and Evercon. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's, and, and, and it, you know... And my son said, Dad, all these things, you know, you put up these, these scent bombs and you put up this and the scrape. And I said, Colin, whatever you do, if it gives you 1% better chance, it's worth using. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, a, you know, it's not a miracle. I can't say I've ever... Like, I've gone in, I've sent dragged, you know, I filled my little thing with golden estrus. I got this little, comes on a string, you drag yeah, it behind yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, I do that. I've, I've heard guys say, oh, geez, a thing walked right to my tree. I'm like, I've never had one. My buck last year. It did. Did you did you do a drag on the way I in? I did a drag on the way in. And it followed and he you, fought, right? Exactly. He, well, he didn't have his nose on it. Right. But he fought. I mean, Scotty, I'm telling you, I went in late. I had a I had a climber on my back and just like you, a you know, we're yeah, clunking through yeah, the woods. Yeah. It's a lot bigger than we are. Yeah. I come clinging through all the whips and shit and I come through and I find a tree and I go up, I gave up. I said, That's it. Nothing's gonna come by today. I made so much fucking noise. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. But I had put my drag on and then I I tell Colin, put your drag on, a third of the way there, dip again, and a third of the way there, dip again, strengthen it. Right. So they because right. they could easily hit it and go the other way. Right. But yeah. they're going to go to the strong way, right? right. I mean, it, it, we right. hope. Right. And I'm sitting there and I hear crack. And that son of a bitch came right down where I had walked 40 minutes earlier. Wow. And went right. And then he just, instead of going to the tree, he bared to the to his right and 13 yards. The rest was hit. Oh, 13 and, yards, awesome. And then Colin saw that monster two weeks ago, three weeks ago. The following week, this is kind of funny. I had gone into the the stand he wanted to be in, thinking he wasn't getting out of bed. I get a text. Someone's in the stand. I go, yeah, it's me. No <laughs> way. He couldn't, because it was. I had my back. Right, he, right, and I was right. grunting. So I climbed down and I went out to the other side of the swamp. He goes in. In the meantime, I had come down the phone line there yeah. and I had done a drag to where I turned to that stand. When that buck went out at 70 yards toward that phone line, he turned and went down that the phone line. No kidding. So I said he might have been following my drag. Right. So I don't know if it yeah, would. Yeah, but if, right, but yeah. again, if it gives you 1% better Anything, chance. Yeah, if, it just, if it just stops him for a split second. That's, yeah. Or stops yeah. him. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, gives you that edge. Just, yeah. Well, he's concentrating on something else. He's in love. And I was like, oh, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's kind of like me from like, you know. And my wife, well, uh, I want to say, how I was, is this going, Scotty? Well, I'll tell you where it's going, because 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 when 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 October when hunting season starts, I, I I've admitted I check out. I I'm like all about. I'm on once. I'm, yeah, once a I'm leaf on, starts falling, you smell uh, that fall air. I, I'm thinking deer the whole yeah. time. I can't. Unfortunately, you know, I. I'm useless. <laughs> no, I get it. We're you all know, like that. You know, and that's, again, that's what... It's so frustrating for Tony. I'm sure it's frustrating for Noelle. She, yep. They could probably they could probably have a podcast. We're downstairs in my basement. My wife is upstairs watching television. Pete should have brought Noelle over because they could probably be just bashing the shit out of us. And it would be the same. They would be... That, hey, best, like a support group. They would be... <laughs> So they would be being coming best friends while we're talking hunting down here. No, so just, it, but it is. It, it triggers something. And, you know, and you didn't learn it from your dad. I didn't learn it from my dad. I basically taught myself. 
And I learned from my friends. I actually you know? learned from the the guy that was that guy across that, the street took yep. me hunting when I was in a Vermont, freshman, yeah. and 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 he but and he wasn't a real successful, you know. But I so I had to learn trial and error a lot of things or yeah, yeah, yeah. reading books, yep. reading, you know, talking right, to, right. talking to other guys, you know. And, and I think you know you you mentioned that, and there is such a problem now with so much media on hunting, and you go on YouTube and it's big buck, Kansas giant. Uh, Missouri beast, you know, and seven year old shoots 203 inch. Right. And he's like, I, I got one here. And I mean, this kid, this kid supposedly killed the biggest deer. It's going to be a record. And it's like, you know, it's, it, yeah, that's great. You know, I want that no buck way. and I'll take that buck and I'm not going to shoot a peanut, but I'm going to shoot any of these deer you have down here. What do they think this thing's going to measure? Um, look down below the Hanson. I wrote notes. See the Hanson. Yeah, the Hanson was two thirteen and five eight. So he's he's bigger than two thirteen. That's a that's a typical, not a not an, an atypical. Right, right. That's, right. Look at yeah, the yeah. look at the antlers on that. I would, sorry, folks. I know this is uh, kind of like radio, and we yeah. But there was a buck, and we talked about this on one of my episodes. Look at the look at that. What is it like a 15, 18 point? Oh, it's got to be even an eighteen pointer. It's at least fourteen, and it's the, everything is long. Wow. Right? Crazy. But that was that but, this year? No. Um I think it was last year. I think it was nineteen. Oh. It might oh, yeah. say October, it on there. October of nineteen. Yeah. yeah. So wow. so you know, you, you you get frustrated by all that. And I mean, you know, I saw a beautiful eight the other day. Probably like that big buck you have right there with an extra extra two points on it. That's yeah. a big six. That's a big six. Yeah. And uh beautiful. I mean, but Scotty, you know what? Look at the antlers. Like this this had like like light tan antlers, which you don't see around here much. Right. They're a little yeah. more darker, hickory. Yeah. 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 Colin said that big buck, dark, like black. Really? Oh, I think he's the That's devil. That's cool. He's the yeah. devil. Yeah. We got to get has, after him. Has he got out there? Has Colin been out there again? Since? He went out to Quabbin uh, yesterday. He got a permit for Quabbin and uh, got a little frustrated by it. Uh, didn't see anything. And he was going to stay in a hotel and the hotel was a flea bag. <laughs> And he got frustrated. So he's going to go out tomorrow. But I, I got to tell you, um, I'm hearing a lot of secondary rut stuff right now. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned you're going to get yeah. out p- yeah. potentially tomorrow. I'm you should. Go, I'm going to go in for an hour tomorrow morning before yep. I go to work. And then I'm going to go in. Hopefully, hopefully it's not going to oh, get, get raining too much. I know Saturday is going to be a, be a washout. Washout, yeah. Yep. So I'm going to still go out. I'm, I'm, I might just sit in the blind Saturday. You know, that's what that's the beauty of a blind. You just, it's like, I got my tree brella. <laughs> I'll get under my tree brella. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> If it gets you out there. Right. And it, you yeah. know, there's a coziness about I've sat in, in um, ground blinds. The only problem I would have is staying awake. It, it gets warm in there with your body heat. I don't know. I, and, you know what I like about it is you can move a little bit. True. And, and, yep. and, and I've got one that mine, actually, so I got, we talked about fixed blades before. So I've got, it's a shoot through. Shoot mesh. through, yeah, yeah. So on the left side, I have the window open in the front facing this little section of swamp. On my left side, where they can, circumvent coming down around the neighborhood i have just just partial of the um, mesh so i can see them but they can't see me yeah yeah and it's great that you can sit in there and like i'm saying move your feet right you can move yeah. your feet you can wiggle your legs you can, a little I bit mean, yeah so my son brian and i was sitting there i love hunting with one of my boys in there because oh, it's kind so of it's, it's great it's a great time right and, and, and sitting there, it's like you know you just have oh hey listen there's a couple it was, it was a doe with a with a with a skipper. Skipper, right? yeah. yeah. So I was like, so, so I said, you know, don't shoot it. You know, if it was a solitary doe, yeah, we would have knuckled it. You know, because because he's, he's got a doe tag, I got a doe tag. So you know, we'll take. Why didn't you knuckle them both? 
Yeah, we don't want to shoot <laughs> the like, skip. Yeah. I know. And I, I want, I'm, I and I, and I, I'm with and you. I have, and I have, you know, inadvertently, not inadvertently, but not realizing when you're on the ground, it looks a little different. You don't have as much time to look. And I've shot a doe that was real small. It was very good taste. It was, oh, yeah. It, it's very tender. It's like when you cut up a doe that's a young doe and you cut up a big old buck, that, that meat is dark red on that buck. And that other Pink. stuff looks like veal. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I killed the big yeah. buck that you did for me last yeah. year. And the week later, I killed a, a, a button buck that I thought was a doe down on Rhode Island. And that was more of a test of my shooting prowess. And I killed it. You put the meat next to it. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like purple versus <laughs> pink. Um, yeah. I have one more, two more comments. I got I got to mention our, our our podcast partners, Tom Miranda, professional hunter. Check him out. He's uh, really cool. He just had he just posted something. Uh, one of his buddies, one of his trapper. He's a trapper by trade, growing up. But he's he's the guy who did yeah. the Super Slam twenty nine. I, I, I can go upstairs and get his VHS. Uh, oh my! Or maybe God. it's a DVD. I can't remember. But I bought I bought it not too long ago. The yeah. trapping one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 yeah. And one of his guys got into the trapping I Hall think, of Fame. I think he might be my age. I think yeah. I think he might have been a seventy six grad. In high okay, there you I go. Think so, right? In Ohio. I think he's an Ohio guy. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Check him out. He's a cool guy. Like I, told, oh, like I said, he, he, he texted me back one day. He that was, is hey. cool. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'm turkey hunting with uh, Woody and, his, and our friend Jack. And it's like, zzz, zzz. I feel my park. And I look down and it says, Tom Moran. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Have so, at it, Pete. How'd you, how'd you I did it through instant messaging on uh, Instagram. Oh, 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 so it wasn't oh, a text person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a DM. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Look at you. Uh, oh, I, I, DM. I, I listen to podcasts. Yeah, there you go. I guess you do. <laughs> and uh, lastly, but not certainly leastly, Kelly's Roast Beef, my pals, uh, they're, the, they're the best. If you're ever in Massachusetts, and uh, hopefully when they go out and do a little franchising, some folks will uh, will find Kelly's and, and be as impressed as we all have been. What's the closest one to Closest Maine. one to you used to be Natick. They closed Natick. Okay. Um, but uh, Revere. Okay. Um, you know, then you got then you got Medford, Saugus, and Dan. Okay, they're more in the yep, metro, North Shore. Metro, North Shore. Okay, yep. North Shore. Okay. Yep. Yeah. East. Yeah. East. Northeast of us. So. Because I'm thinking, I got to get some Jeffersons. Some Don't worry. Some, what, what's the other one? The rose. Uh, uh, four, four roses. roses. Four roses and some Kelly's roast beef. For and maybe a little Jack's Abbey. He, well, yeah, I don't do Jack's Abbey, but no, no, we're yeah, gonna have few, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, so yeah. I got I got a call from Jim after the last episode when I was talking about him fixing the slices and all that. And he's like, man, you you were way too way too nice. He said we paid big bucks for that kind of advertising, and it was really funny. <laughs> and he said, count me in on that uh, whiskey tasting. He said because he he's a whiskey and bourbon oh, yeah, drinker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna do a bourbon tasting. And he said, I'm bring I'll bring the beef. You know. So nice. yeah, we'll probably we'll we'll, yeah. we'll do something. Yeah. Maybe in the spring or summer, we'll get everybody together and do you know because Ranella when they do theirs and they've got much more you know. Uh, the production value than we do. We're sitting here in, in your basement and we're making it happen. But, um, yeah, they got four, five, six, eight people in the room and they're doing it. Well, you know, why yeah, can't we? Yeah, you know, here I got my, my, my well, iPhone 6S. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm halfway to 12. <laughs> right? But, but, you know, Rogan's got, hey, Jamie or whoever it is, hey, look this up. Next yeah, thing you know, yeah. it's up on the 60-inch TV up there and they're watching some video or some, whoever, you know. That's obscene. They get, all, they get all the stuff right away, you know. So yeah. it's like, oh, what do you want to know? Google. And it just astounds me that we can barely pull one off a month. This is, this is un, you know, unheard of that we did two and uh, one in two weeks. And uh, those guys, I mean, it's a job, right? I mean, it's, it's part of their job and they do it. 
And it just kills me because every every Monday I go on, I listen to the meat eater from the from that Sunday, and then I listen to Cal's Week in Review on Monday. Cal's yeah. Cal Callian yeah. um, from from the meat eater. Then there's the hunting. Oh wow, THC the hunting with O'Brien, another meat eater guy. Okay, and they're all spinning off. And uh, it's, but they're all still connected. It's just amazing. And I don't know if anybody wants uh, licensing rights to Pesto Pete's podcast, just uh, look me up on uh, Pesto Pete's podcast at gmail.com. There you go. You're in now. <laughs> the franchise. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a lot of good stuff, Scotty. We're an hour and 20 minutes in or so. And uh, it, it's funny when we talk, I've got a list of notes and we've hit like a third of them, which makes me happy. <laughs> the first time we did the same thing. We, we, we did wanted the same all thing. this tax and stuff and we just got on a farm. Well, it it's makes easy. me happy. Yeah, yeah, it makes me happy because yeah. it means we can get together again and, comp- and, and continue this, which is, which is all fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about, we were talking about uh, scents and drags and anything that gives you, gives you a, an edge, a little edge, a tiny edge. That's sometimes that's all sometimes it is. That's all it's it an is. inch. Yeah. It's a yard. It's a you yeah. know a second. Um, so I, I was looking up some stuff online, and as it relates to hunting and inventions and innovations that have changed hunting. Uh-huh. So we damn good segue for people to, that don't have a producer and a whole crew. But um, if you were to kind of this isn't the quiz part because that's coming up. We're going to do a Guess the State, a GTS, which was a very very popular with the listeners, I might add. Well, but, um, I've been watching a lot of Jeopardy. <laughs> Alex died. Oh, what a, yeah, that what was a sad. shame. That was, that was sad. Do you know yeah. I, uh, I tried out on Jeopardy? No way. I did. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to call I don't him. think I saw you. <laughs> no, I wasn't on. Because that, that, the guy who's now the host, who was like the biggest winner ever. So you, got, you had to go in and call in, and then you... They gave you the questions and you, it was all keypad stuff and you had to answer within like four seconds. Oh, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. I made it to round two. No way. And then they, they called me again. I was in a conference call. I couldn't take the call. Oh, you imagine that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I'm no Ken Jennings. I just yeah. thought of his name. Yeah. But uh, so if you, if you were to go out on a limb as it relates to hunting and, and this isn't a quiz again, but some of the inventions that changed hunting and go think back like to the thirties and forties. Some of the things, and then even come more current to like sense, like we were talking right, about. Yeah. But um, one thing, one big thing was rifle scopes. And you know, I, you, I, that, you know what? It's you, oh, you, you bitch! You no, should have no, just no, listen, said it. I should have. So you said that, and the first thing that came to my mind was a scope. Scope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rifle iron scope. sights were great. Yeah. But even prior to a scope, you know, think about think about rifles and what they did. Or rifling. Rifling. Right, right. Smooth bore Smooth versus board. rifling. Yeah. How about repeating rifles? The re- lever action. Right. You know which, which I've, I, I, you know, I have a nineteen twenty five Winchester eighteen ninety four and thirty WCF. No way. Gorgeous. Wow. Shoots like a laser. Wow. Yeah. I've got a nineteen forty Target twenty two that it was my I bought when I was a freshman in high school. When I used to go to the Hollis and Rifle Club, and shoot twenty-two mat, match twenty. Oh, did you do matches? Yeah. Yeah. And what I still, brand is it? Do you remember? I, I should probably go in the closet. Is it right there? And look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about this too. Tree stands. Yep. Can you imagine? Well, the advantage. No, no one hunted. Well, now and of course deer are educating themselves. Now they look up. They do. They. They. they, they, they I don't think before guys get into trees, they don't. They didn't have any. 
There was no death from above. Right, but, right, right. True. But you know what's crazy to me? And, and, and people will not understand this unless they've done it. The difference of being 25 feet up or feet on the ground, it changes everything. You know, when you climb, you're sitting there and you're looking around, nothing. 25 feet's freaking high. 20-ish. Yeah, yeah. But still, 20 feet up and the difference, the advantage it gives you, oh it's Oh, my God. When they walk, they're walking around and they don't know you're there. It's the and, coolest thing. When, especially if you're not going to kill them, it's a doe or, right, right. or it's, a, it's, a, it's a little spike. You're just watching them. It's, it's the bomb. I've had deer under me. Oh, right, yeah. like literally, look, like look straight, straight down. down. Yeah. yeah, cool yeah. stuff. It is cool stuff. Compound bow we've talked about. Yep, that's changed a lot. Trail cameras, which I think I'm getting away from. No kidding. Yeah, I still like them. I still like. I like I seeing like what's them. out there. Yeah, me too. I, I, Whether, a trail I don't camera. care if it's a raccoon or a friggin' exactly. Or, that's or what a, I mean. Or a fisher or a bobcat or you know. I had a, I had a trail camera that I, I left out kind of accidentally for three months. It stayed alive. It was still working. Of course, yeah. There was ice, right? And I had a deer run by, and two seconds later, a coyote run by on the camera. No way. Then I had a wow. turkey. I had raccoons. I had yeah. That's the stuff. It's kind of it's kind of like sort of like trapping in a way. Like you, you, like every time I go to my trail cam, I can't wait to go home and plug it in. I agree. Yeah. Kind of see what's there. To see what's you know? there. I, I have a from last year. I have a picture of the buck that I killed that you mounted for me staring into my trail camera a week before I killed him. But you know what? In, but in a different place. So, and people use these cameras to try and pattern the buck. I, I, you, That's my you, point. You, you, you I don't think you can. It's not, not like, here. It, no, exactly. It's not out when you're Midwest and you got a trail camera in a section right. of woods that's 30 yards wide and they're going from their bedding area to their feeding area. Right. And you know they're going there at 6 o'clock in the morning every day. And then day. you name them. <laughs> oh, there, there's uh, the big boss. Or yeah. That's, another, that's yeah. another weird thing. We, I said that to Dave Morrell one day, the Woody. And I said, you know, these guys out west, they name them. Oh, that's the that's the uh, pintail buck, and that's the this buck, and I we name, a, we actually do name bucks. So I I, didn't I, I actually I actually I I actually named one buck. It was down in the swamp. We kept seeing it, and uh, this buddy of mine that I was hunting with from the gas company, and uh, we named him Walter. <laughs> you know, you know why we named him Walter? Why do you think we named I mean, him Walter? Walter, 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 Walter. Because he's a crafty old son of a bitch. <laughs> what is that from? Do you know? No. Go on Golden Pond? Oh, right. I have a glass of milk. No, no. no. It was Norman, wasn't it? It, it was, no. Oh. He was Norman, but Walter I was... I do a the, great Wal Catherine Wal Hepburn. Walter was the, the, the huge trout that was oh, in the lake. Oh, that's Walter, right. He's, he's a crafty old son of a bitch, and he'd yell <laughs> into the water. And then at the end, when they, when they caught... We caught Walter. We caught Walter. Right. This was buck was a beautiful eight-point buck down in the swamp. And, wow, and that's we a... saw him a couple of times. And we said, oh, that's, that's Walter. He's a crafty old son of a bitch. Wow, and that's so, good. So Walter was the... Usually it's like, oh, that's three-tine or that's... Yeah, you know, yeah that's drop-tine. <laughs> right, like that one. Hook. That, that one, you know, the one that got the oh, you know, no. hook, hook tine. You hook know? tine. Yeah, <laughs> no, no <laughs> Walter. You guys are like deep. <laughs> I, remember, I used to do the old... Have a glass of milk. No, man. No, no, man. Yeah. All right. So here's some things that are going to throw you for, for like innovations, right? Flashlights in the woods, right? I mean, finding your way. Headlamps. With right. A, I wear a red headlamp when I'm walking in because not because I don't want know where I'm going, but I don't want to step on a branch. Right. And I, you right. know. Yeah. Freezers. If you think about freezers, right? Back in the 30s, a freezer was a was a wooden cabinet with ice blocks in it. Right. Now we have freezers. 
So killing a deer, right? So yeah, the, otherwise, you shit. I got to give this to everybody because I, I can't. We better eat this fast. I can't, I, can't eat, I can't eat all this meat fast. Enough. Everybody, let's eat. <laughs> um, give, give forty pounds of pig. Give twenty pounds. Of, you know, and they better eat it today. Yeah, right. They better eat today. And then um, you know the other thing, like um, camouflage. And, and there's so many theories on camouflage and what the deer see, what the deer can't see. I think it's just about breaking up your, you know, breaking up your outline. You see, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And then, um, well, I got Gore-Tex and Sense. Right? Gore-Tex will obviously make you more comfortable. Sense. Yeah. Uh, like pennies. Probably Thinsulate. Thinsulate. Yeah, and, all and, that and, stuff. And, you know, oh, the clothing. Less, yeah. Oh, the clothing's come a long yeah. way, you know? I mean, there's been a couple of times where I've missed deer where it's, I've had, you know, one of those cold, cold, cold days and, and go to shoot the bow and... Yep, Hits grab his strength. Grab, grab, First buck I missed. Oh my gosh. You know, you get so much puffy clothes on, yep. you know. So, no, yep, yeah. I've done it. And then the other thing, the last thing was technology and, and communication, right? I mean, just Onyx, you know, mapping programs. Shit, just texting each other. Right? That, that's how I got one. Did you of, see one? That's how I got yeah. one on my box one time. Yeah. It, it, Coming it, your way. You know, you know, you know, it was. That's it, illegal. It, you know. it was. Is it? Some states. That's yeah. a, oh, yeah. a good question. Yeah, you can't you can't text somebody and say, "Hey, no, no way." Yeah, I, I in think, mass is it legal? I don't know. Well, let's stop talking about. It. No, I, I think there's a that was ten years ago, right? So you, that, you're clear. <laughs> is that no. the statute of limitations? Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's oh, there's some states now electronic uh, communication. communication. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, good question. But you did it. I mean, that's yeah. I do it to call. Hey, I saw a doe coming up Indian Brook. Uh, oops, did I just give away my? Just saw a doe coming up Indian Brook. Right. Keep an eye out, you know. Huh. So, hey, uh, something to think that's about. That's something to Google afterwards. We're going to Google that. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll back, be back at you in episode 24 on that. There you go. But, uh, we'll so put that in your notes so you remember. Right. Oh, I, no, don't worry. I don't forget anything. Okay. I'm going to just call you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're like an elephant. Yeah. No, you are. You're <laughs> There's a great elephant I'm a, joke I'm about a memory. Wealth of useless <laughs> information, believe me. It's like talking to trees. That's oh how you do God. it. You yeah. just remember stuff. Yeah. Well, we're we're uh, we're we're hitting our hour and a half, Scott. I've got one more question for you before we go into the quiz. righty. And I'm going to ask you what your favorite game dish, game meal is. I had one last night, and then again today. That might be really up high on my list. Jeez, that that's. I like anything. Honestly, I like anything that has to do with hunting. That's I'll I'll eat anything. But yeah, I I I think I just like a nice ten venison tenderloin. Mm. You you, you, oh, yeah. you it's, wrapped in bacon. It's, do you wrap them in bacon? No, I just season them? them or rub them sometime and just you know just put them on the Try grill or whatever. Wrapping it in bacon. Oh, okay. But that's you know it's like a it's like a pork tenderloin. Yeah. You you, you can't kill it. No, you can't. Yeah. You know just, like, you, oh, you, you can only you can overcook it and ruin yeah, it. But yeah, yeah but, you but, can't. But, you, but it's like it's so oh. just like it, it's just a, just that little strip. So it's like oh, if it's it was amazing. if it was game that I was, you know, I used to uh, like a partridge. You know, I you know because it's all white meat. You know, uh, partridge the the best meat in the woods. A partridge, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we did a yeah. fry up at camp. Brian likes wood duck because they eat the acorns. Wood duck, yeah. They, they, wood duck's they, very yeah. good. Yeah. Mallards and the others are a little bit tough to take, yeah. uh, unless you prepare them well. We did a, uh, we did a um, partridge fry. I think we cut up. I don't know how many, eight or ten, into nuggets, battered, oh, deep nice. fries up at camp. Oh, nice. <sighs> yeah. 
That, that's what I did. And the fact that you took it from, you know what I mean? It's like you harvested it. Yeah, right. You, you yeah, did it. You know, it's, right. it's, it's, it's pure protein. People don't get There's that. There's no antibiotics. There's no, no steroids. Right. right. Although no. I could probably use the steroids. And my shoulders could use the steroids. <laughs> I shot. A, I shot. They said up at, uh, up in Maine, they had a double double clutch this year. So they had a hatch and they had a secondary hatch. No way. Yeah, which is, I guess wow. they, it can happen. Okay. And, um, you know, we were shooting a, a typical, you know, Partridge, yeah, yeah, and I'm holding my hands up. Yep, I shot one like this, you know, in November, so it had to be the second clutch. It was right. a small bird, right. you can't small tell bird. when it's standing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but last night I took a, a wild turkey breast and I did a turkey spetzel, which is you pound out, you know, slice it, okay, grain wise, yeah, pound it out, not so thin that it doesn't have flavor. Then you do it in panko, like flavored panko, yeah, deep fried with egg noodles. And a gravy, like a dark gravy, a pepper gravy. So this, I did that last night. I had it. Colin had it. And uh, this morning, there was a breast left, a, a chunk of the breast left. And I did two fried eggs in turkey spetzel. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, it's great. But ah. I do a, I do a, a pretty good uh, venison stuffed pepper, a moose stuffed pepper. Yeah. Which, uh, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. And then, you know, just a shepherd's pie. A, yeah. a good venison I shepherd's rely, pie. I gotta rely on Tony because I'm not. I can. I'm a. I can do on the grill stuff. No, I'll, I'll make you. I'm a not a good pie. chef. My son Brian likes this. He likes to cook. Um, Tony's a great cook. You know, but I'm not. You know. So this shepherd's pie, I do right. You, you, I do it very peppery. That's like, that's like with the mashed potatoes and the corn and the. But I do whatever, instead yeah. of mashed potatoes, right. I do a combination of mashed potato and parsnip. Parsnip's a little yeah, bitter, yeah, yeah. and I do it. I do like a mashed potato garlic um, parsnip mash, nice, and then spread it. Oh, I'll make you one. Oh, that'll be I'm gonna bad. make you one. Yeah, let's. We gotta do that on oh, episode yeah. twenty-four. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a second. So, so we always like to finish up Pesto Pete's podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening with a little quiz. And like I said earlier, one of the most popular segments has been GTS or Guess the State. So I will give you a, I did animal crimes once. Are you going to do all 20 states? <laughs> no, 52. Okay. 52, Obama. So, oh, wow, we're getting political. So I'm going to give you the scenario. You have to guess the state. And you have a 1 in 50 chance. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a little heads up. It's better than a lottery. <laughs> That's right. There, and it doesn't pay as well. Yeah. But there are no Florida. I've avoided Florida in this. So, in this particular state, a man was arrested because he was keeping a squirrel that he was fueling with meth. <laughs> he called it his meth attack squirrel. They ended up finding him in his apartment. Someone gave him away because he was feeding this squirrel meth. They arrested him for drugs, naturally, because his meth. Body armor and firearms. But he claimed the squirrel was harmless. We've it, mentioned it goes right to Louisiana for some reason. Wow, you, you know what? Bordering state, very good. Alabama. 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 Okay. All right. This is this one's gonna probably hit home. Howard Matthew Webb um, was a no no no. You can't use your phone. You can't use your phone. He um he was disappointed in the tip he got from a particular customer. So the next time he delivered to that address, um, he dipped his testicles in the customer's salsa because the previous um, delivery, they gave him an 89 cent tip. 
The problem was... It was hot salsa. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was mild. (laughs) That's a good one. He had posted a video online stating that this is what you get when you give an 89 cent tip on a 30 minute ride. New York, I don't know. That was um, actually in Tennessee. <laughs> but just just so to finish it, you know, to ru- something like to, a maybe a New York cabbie would to, to circle the wagons here. The the restaurant, it was a Mexican restaurant that he was delivering for, uh-huh. um, gave the customer a full refund. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I don't know if they ate the salsa. Yeah. All right. This man was high. He was twenty one years old, and he was asked to leave the church because they knew he was tripping. He ended up coming back in naked, performed a lewd act. Then he jumped into a holy water fountain. And you can guess the state. It's out west. The funny part of this might have been that, but it's actually the, the last part I'll tell you after you guess. I know. Utah. North Dakota. Oh. Not too close. That's pretty <laughs> I'm close, just thinking right? like Mormons or something. Yeah, right. I don't know. Just so that for the record, after the in the in the news article, the church plans to drain, sterilize, and rebless the holy water. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they put that in there. That's so funny. All right, this is a good one. You're, this this is a little closer to home. Ronald Sear um, was was determined to protect the family jewelry in his house, so he rigged kind of a string on the doorknob thing where you'd pull a tooth out. Yeah. But he attached it to the trigger of a handgun pointing at the door. So whenever someone right. pulled the door open, right, it would pull the trigger and fire. Right. Problem was he installed it wrong, and when he pulled the door, he shot him, shot and killed himself. <laughs> that's so. That's a, he probably got the Darwin Award. And uh, <laughs> you know what? That's right. They call it the Darwin. This this actually was a Darwin Award. <laughs> The Darwin others weren't. Award, I think really? yeah, Darwin, the Darwin, yeah, yeah. fifty-two Darwin Awards. Yeah, yeah. Ah, cheekers. It's fairly, fairly Texas, close and north of here. Oh, Maine. Yep. Good call, Scotty. With a little yeah. hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was in Maine. Yeah. So the, the Darwin Award goes to Ronald Sear in Maine. Nice going. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. It was so funny. Like, fortunately, no neighbors were hurt. Yeah. Ronald, on the other hand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's well, dead. Well, I was. I thought you were gonna tell me like his wife came home early or something and came out. You know that that would even that would have been better probably, but I I don't know. I think the testicles and the salsa wins that, <laughs> that one of four. Yeah. Um, and uh, typical of any of my episodes, Scott, we like to like to pull an email from Pesto Pete's Podcast at gmail.com, and we have one here. Beautiful. We have one from Tim from Gannett, Iowa. Excuse me, Idaho, not Iowa, Idaho. And I had to look it up because I don't know where Gannett, Idaho is. I don't know where Idaho is. <laughs> I've been there. Have you? Yeah, it's like four times. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boise is a great town. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sun Valley, Ketchum. Oh, Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Well, I say Boise. Boise. If you're from here, you say Boise, like Missouri. If you're from Idaho, it's Boise. Boise. And if you're from Missouri, it's Missouri. 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 Okay. Um, but Tim from Gannett, Idaho. It actually, it's a Scotty Pacific, Pacific, holy shit, <laughs> specific question. Jack's Avery's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, hey, Scott, what was the coolest thing you've ever, and he said stuffed, but we know that they don't, 
there's not a lot of stuffing going yeah, on. Yeah, you, you mount. It's you more mount mounting. Now. Well, in the old days, it was stuffing. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah it was sawdust. I, 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 and... I, I got some great pictures. I, I'll show you afterwards, uh, obviously, because we can't share that with the folks on on, uh, on, the, on the podcast here. But we can try. Of, a, of an, you know, an old school moose mount that yeah. my buddy Roland and I pulled apart. And it was it was actually the you actually used the actual skull, the jawbone, yeah, yeah. yes. a piece of three quarter inch pine to form the nose. It looked oh, no like kidding. a bullwinkle underneath there, and yeah, yeah, uh, really really interesting. But the, the coolest thing I've ever mounted, I'm I'm looking. Well, I think well, I'm looking well, at it. that otter. Well, is pretty the otter is pretty cool. cool. Uh, uh, but uh, so, but doing the owl was cool too because you, you don't get an opportunity to do that, right? You know, right. so I think probably. Um, and if, and, if, and if a competition guy looked at it, he probably said, holy shit, you screwed up that owl. Right. But, I mean, it, it, it looked okay. You know, yeah. went out the door. So I, I, probably, probably the owl would probably be kind of like, because you don't, you don't get a chance to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, or even, like I say, an otter. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait yeah. to take pictures of that yeah. and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but, I've, you, know, I, you know, actually, so one of my, my one, actually one of my favorites was I just did a huge black bear for a guy, oh, full, oh. full mount. Yes, you and uh, just that was together. that was quite a process, you know, cutting the form apart and putting it back together and getting because, the right size. Because you get a form a certain way, and someone like I said, I'd like my buck turned a little bit to the right. So don't you take? No, no you can get it. You can get them right turn left. Oh, turn you can straight, but um, you know, you, you get a, you get one that's uh, a bear that's uh, you know, say it's a. Uh, 65 inches long or 68 inches long so the form is 68 inches long oh. but maybe this bear is much bigger so you got to either add girth or you got or maybe the form is too big you got to split it down the middle and take oh. take girth away so yep. you basically got to dismantle it cut it all up put it back right. together again oh wow. interesting stuff. So, yeah and it's quite a, it's, a, it was a, it's a process I bet, yeah. yeah so and then you got you know like smooth it all out build all the muscle fit it you right. know try it fit it try it fit it it's like it's like a it's like a woman sewing a dress on a on the old mannequins they used right. to have you know yeah, yeah yeah same type of thing you know wow, so, interesting except for you can't except for there's no there's no cutting the the uh, material away right you got no. you know what I mean no you yeah. look at, you know you can, where's the rest of my bear <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I gave it it was four hundred pounds it came back one hundred and sixty <laughs> it's like you know yeah, so uh, you, you talk about the owl and it reminds me of a story I get my hunting. So I do have a hunting heritage to some degree. My my grandfather, my mother's father, was a hunter to some degree. And my uncle Chuck was a hunter to some degree. My grandfather was five four, five, five, little Irish guy, my father, Charlie Boyle. My, my, my grandfather was like five five. Yeah, yeah. Chuck, well that's how big they were, right? Yeah. Charlie Boyle. And he went out with his buddy Bernie Hanlon, who was like six four. And they're out in the woods, somewhere out near Worcester, and Bernie hears a shot, comes running over. My grandfather's standing there. He's got an owl laying in front of him. <laughs> I think there's a statute of limitations. I think it happened in like 1940. Well, and, he, and, and that may be before the rule came into effect. I could be too. I don't, I don't yeah, it could be too. I don't know exactly right? the rules the, came. Uh, the protection, protection. So my, my, father, my grandfather's standing there, Chucky. Called him Chucky. And Bernie says, holy Christ, you shot an owl. What are you going to do with it? And my grandfather says, I'm going to stuff it. And Bernie goes, you better stuff it in the in the furnace because that's illegal. <laughs> you know what? It, you, you know what illegal is. Bernie was a cop. You know what? It, you know what illegal is. What's that? A sick bird. Sick bird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a Three Stooges episode. <laughs> so great episode, Scotty. Thank you for having me in your ah, home and in your in your in your like said, kill you, cave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the wall of death. I know, right? Like that's what I, I, I call arenas. 
like, you know, I call Joanne the harbinger of death. Oh, yeah. She's the nicest lady Oh, she's in the very world. sweet. Oh, very my sweet, God. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you go in and she, she uh, she'll, I'll come in, she'll go, hi, Pete. You know, I'm yeah, yeah. like, hey, Joanne. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Joey's her brother, right? I don't Joey? Know. I don't know. Oh, he's the man I just, behind, I always just behind see the him. scenes. Yeah. I always so, say her. Yeah. Yep. So thanks again. Thank you for my, having me in your home. And this pleasure. has been great. Yeah, Happy no, Thanksgiving. Great. So it's, it's always fun. Yeah. No, it's good. So, Scotty, you're on Instagram. I am Scott's Taxidermy. That's yeah, it. Scott's Taxidermy. Yeah. Yep. And you can follow him. I follow Scott. So find me at Pesto Pete's I don't, Podcast. I don't post a ton of stuff, but I, you know, I, I mean, I got to say. But when I you gotta, do. I got to say, oh, that last oh. one. Oh, oh, I had a, that, that monster, monster buck that you had. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to check out Pesto Pete's Podcast at, at Pesto Pete's Podcast. I'm going to post some of your, uh, some of the stuff in the room here. I think people would appreciate that. Sure. And uh, also, folks, if you like what you're hearing, Go on, uh, go on whatever platform you're on and go to that Father's, Father's Most, is that how you say it? Father's Most Star and click on that. Furthest Most? Furthest, furthest Most. Furthest, furthest, yeah, very good. So check on that, you know, and, and uh, give us some feedback. If you don't like what you're hearing, find me on Pesto Pete's Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. It's all about that. We don't do this for money. We do it for fun and we just want to make it enjoyable. So uh, keep that in mind. And I just, one last thing. Little tease, Scotty. Okay. We're going to start a new series and you may very well be involved. It's going to be, we're going to, um, this is a, this is all real new, but we're going to call it the know by name series. We're going to have, we're going to have uh, guests on who everybody knows by name, like Rich from Needham. Okay. Who I'm trying to, who I'm trying to set up for episode 24. So then, is it is it going to be like you would have Richard Needham on and you would an- announce who he is? And no, 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 oh, no, okay. no. Oh, okay. No, he's going to be on. We're going to tell him because Rich has got some opinions about what we're talking about. And I think it would be very interesting. I think it would be very Because oh, you know what opinions are like. You know? Right, right, right. Exactly, right? <laughs> so so we're, going to have, we're going to have Rich on at some point. Uh, just so you know, and a shout out to Thirsty Mofo. He's going in for uh, hip replacement surgery next week. So Hey, good luck. Thoughts good and luck, prayers thirsty. to Thirsty. Um, also, thoughts and prayers to, to Woody. He uh, lost his dad last night or early this morning. My condolences, Woody. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, his dad had a, quite a battle and uh, battled for a long time. And the last two weeks have been a, a true uh, showing of, of what a what a tough hero he is. So uh, shout out to Woody and, and his family. Uh, we're thinking about you. And uh, folks, keep listening. We'll be back and uh, pretty soon. Take care and shoot straight. Tight lines.